Uh, Figuring on it's getting close to Purim, right? So let's learn a little bit of the halachas of Purim, a little bit the Ian, get a little bit uh, more familiar with some of the, you know, unique quirks of this year, and uh, we'll see some, in, uh, I think, important dinyanim that come out from it, you know? So, I don't know if you have a mission burn in front of you, but if not, you'll just listen, listen in for a little bit. So, in Tafresh Peiches, so the, the, in Shulchan Aruch, in Tafresh Peiches, it discusses the halachis of, of a walled city, right? We know that um, the Gemara tells us, the Mishnah tells us that, that, uh, <coughs> that there's really two days of Purim, as we know, right? The average city that's unwalled, right? Like New York, whatever. So, Purim is on Udalit, right? The 14th day of Adar. And then you have a city like Shushan, right? Or any city that's walled from the times of Yeshua Benun, a walled city. So their, their perm is Tezvav, right? Shushan perm. So now, again, what's unique to this year, as we know, is that Shushan, that the regular perm is on Friday, which means Shushan perm is on Shabbos. You know, now we know the Gemara tells us that uh, one cannot lay in the Megillah on Shabbos, right? There's a Gezerah of Rabbah, a Takan of Rabbah, that uh, at least Rabbah explains it, that one is not allowed to read the Megillah on Shabbos because you're afraid of moving and carrying it in, in Rosh Hashanah and so on. And so there's no laning on Shabbos. So what does what uh, Yerushalayim do this year? So it's called a Purim right? It's a Purim What happens? So the Shulchan Aruch tells us what to do. Shulchan Aruch says like this. It's in Tafresh Peches Vav. Okay? So Shulchan Aruch writes, Yom Tes Vav Shechal Shabbos. Let's say you have, again, like this year, where Shushan Purim falls on Shabbos. So ain't Karn HaMegil B'Shabbos, right? So you don't lay in the Megil on Shabbos, that doesn't happen. El Makdim in L'Kroisib Ere Shabbos, right? So they, they read it Ere Shabbos, the day that everyone else is reading the Megil as well. So Yishalayim and so on, they'll read the Megil on Friday. V'goyvin mois matanis l'aniyem u'machal k'naisim b'ay b'yoyim. They'll also do matanis l'avyoyim on Friday, right? And the reason for that is very simple. Matanis l'avyoyim is always associated with the Megillah. Right? We know, the Gemara tells us that Aniyam, they would come to Shul to collect their money when people came to Shul to gather for Kriyas and Megillah. So whenever there's a Kriyas and Megillah, that's always when Matan Savyanim happens. So Kriyas and Megillah in a year like this, again, for Shushan Purim, it's going to be on Friday, as we know. Then the Shulchan Aruch says, Ubiyam uh, Shabbos, and that's, that's all there is on Friday. So it's just, just Megillah, just Megillah. Ubiyam Shabbos on Shabbos, might see in base Farm, they'll have the special laning for Purim. The special laning, they'll have one Sefer Torah for Shabbos, and the second one for the special laning for Purim. And on Shabbos, they'll say Alanisim. Okay. The Suda they'll push to, uh, to Sunday. So that's what we call Purim Meshulosh, right? A three day, three day Purim. Friday is, is Kriyas and Megillah, right? With Matanas of Yainim. Okay. Shabbos is Alanisim, right? For Purim. And Sunday is the Suda. Thursday night also laning. Thursday night also, right? Thursday night, Friday will be the laning, Shabbos will be Alanisim, and Sunday will be the Suda. Okay, that's the, that's the reason. Now, the, the, the reason why the Suda is pushed off from Shabbos to Sunday, that we're not going to be discussing tonight, but the Nakuda that we're going to be focused on is something that the Beis Yosef brings up, which is, why is there no Alanisim on Friday? The Shulchan Aruch writes that Friday, again, is the Kriyas and Megillah, and Shabbos is when the Alanisim is said. So it's like this. If you take a look Shalach at... Shalach will be on Sunday with the Suda, right? Matanas also would have been, it's just that the Aniyam are anticipating the Kriyas and Megillah to collect. So that's what Matanas is. But Shalach is associated with the Suda. So if you take a look at the Maramakim number one, so the, the source of this halach is, uh, is from the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef writes, also in, in Tafresh Pechas, Matzasi Kosov, 
Bishas writes, I found written in the earlier sources, Shemini the Minigrushalayim was, on a year like this, Ligvois Mois Madnus to collect Matanas Lavyonim Ulchalkam Baibiyim on Friday, he's referring to. The Ain Oimrim by Alanisim, but we do not say Alanisim on Friday. The Ain Maitsiyim by Sefer Torah, you don't have a special laning and so on. Uba Shabbos, and on Shabbos itself, Yom Tesvav, Shayyim Purim, which is Shushan Purim for, again, for Yushalayim and so on. Oimrim Al Nisim, that's when you say Al Nisim. And we'd see him by Shnei Svarim, and you take out two Svarim, the Karim Bishaini, and Taki, in the second Sefer Torah, Yulain, Vayavay Amalek. Okay, that's the, that's the, that's the Shulchan Aruch Pasch. But the Sezebe Yosef, although that's what he saw, and that's what he passed in the Shulchan Aruch, but to Mahani, but he says, but to me it's a Pella, Lama Layamur Al Nisim, Vayim Shishi, Shabbat Karim Amagilah. If Friday you're reading the Megillah, because you can't do on Shabbos, you make it earlier to read on Friday, so why not say Alanisim then as well? Now to explain what's bothering him, like, so what, what exactly is bothering him? So it's like this, the, what, what's the concept, we, we, one of the, um, the basic uh, ingredients in the halach of reading the Megillah, the Gemara mentions this in a, a number of places, a number of, of ways, is that there's a, there's a, a concept, a part, of, uh, part and parcel of reading the Megillah is Persuminisa. Persuminisa, right, so you do it, to Mephara Semenes. Now, Persume Nisa in Marmokka number two, we talked about this when it came to Hanukkah, so just to reference it a little bit, the Rambam in Hilchus Hanukkah explains, we'll see this in a second, that the very concept of Persume Nisa is a way of being maida, is a way of thanking Hashem for the nays. One of the ways that we thank Hashem is by publicizing what He does. And so, Persume Nisa is is one and the same with an ob- if, if there's an obligation to be mefarsim it means that there's an obligation to be maida to thank Hashem for the nays. That's how you thank Hashem. One of the ways is to be mefarsim. So, if there's a halach of re- if you're so th- this is the question of the basis. If on Shushan Pur- if, if for uh, a walled city this year, if you're reading the Megill on Friday, and part of reading the Megill is what is persuminisa, which means that part of the, reading the Megillah is a chiv to thank Hashem for the nais through being mefarsimit, so then of course you should say alanisim then. Because that's the question. Alanisim, the very obligation of Kriyas and Megillah, which is to be mefarsim the nais, why are we being mefarsim the nais? For the purpose, that, because that's the way of thanking Hashem is by being mefarsim the nais, by publicizing what he does. Mm-hmm. No, that tells you that on Friday there's a chiv of haida. So why don't you say alanisim? Why are you not saying Alanisim on Friday? Why are you pushing it off to Shabbos? That's the, that's the question of the Beis Yosef. You follow? Yeah, that's a simple ingredient. Yes. So the reason why we lay on Friday is because you can't lay on Shabbos because of the, the Gezer of Rabbah, right? Because we're afraid that you might carry it in order to, uh, a guy wants to learn how to lay whoever it is, he's going to carry it on Shabbos. So we don't push it off because we'd rather, we'll make it earlier. There's no reason to push it off, we can make it earlier. The Suda, that's for different reasons. We're not going to get involved with the Suda right now, but I'll go upon it for the laning of the Megillah, that the Gemara says we, we do it earlier. But the Beis Yosef is raising the point, okay, so if you are reading the Megillah earlier, well that tells you then that there's a Chiyav Haida on Friday. How do I know there's a Chiyav Haida on Friday? Because... Why do you lay in the Megillah Bechlal? You're laying the Megillah in order to be Mepharis in the Nase, and you're being Mepharis in the Nase as a way of thanking Hashem. Mm-hmm. That means that there's a Chiyav Haidah on Friday. Yeah, doing that, yeah, but there's a Chiyav Haidah. Right. You, you got to put it somewhere. So you can't do it on Shabbos, you do it Friday, but the Alani said you can do it on Shabbos. So, so he's not asking, so you could do it on Shabbos, but why not on Friday? Because you only do it one time. You only do it why? Why? 
but, you, but you're reading the Megillah for the purposes of, of Haida. So why, but, uh, so why can't I do al and Put it in. You take everything's one day. Everything's one day. But we're splitting up. This is going to go there. This is going to go there. Right. This can stay right where it is. But the fundamental, but here's the Nakuda, but saying al and is fundamentally the same obligation as Kriya and Megillah. But what? But but why can't you? So, but but once you're okay, it's true. But once we're putting the McGill on Friday, why that means that you're f- because that's what the, that's what the Kriyas Megillah is. It's a way of being. It's a it's a way. It's an act of Haida. So why are we not doing Alanis? Like that's the question of Beis I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's true. It's the not, No, it's true. They're not ma'akiv each other. But but if if we understand that persumi nisa. If Prasuminisa equals Haida, right? If it's fundamentally the same idea, and Prasuminisa is the point of Mikra Megillah, that means that when you say on Friday you have an obligation to read the Megillah, and what you are saying, in, in other words, is that you have a Chiv on Friday to be Maida Alanes. Well, there's a very clear part of Purim which is addressing that in a very strong way, which is Alanisim. So why, why are you avoiding saying Alanisim on Friday? You want to say it on Shabbos too? Say it on Shabbos. It's not, you it's not say it. on the day. I hate to say it's not yeah, on no, the it's day. It's not a din on Friday. It's a din on you. You have, you have a chi of Haidah. You yeah. can't do that chi of Haidah on Shabbos. You say on Shabbos, you can't send out a WhatsApp. So that's why on Shabbos you make an announcement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you can't do it on Shabbos. You need to find the time to do it. So go do it on Friday. It's not shot that Friday is a day of Haidah. You have a mitzvah of Haida. True. No, it's true. No, 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 it's fine. It's true. But I, again, I mean, this is the Vesias Scott. I mean, I'm just, you know. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not the Vesias Scott. I'm just trying to explain this kasha. No, no. I, I, I think the point, though, however, is it's true. There's nothing stopping us from saying it on Shabbos. But again, if because of the, the concern of Rabba, Lamaisa, we put Mikra Megillah on Friday, and Mikra Megillah, and that means that now there's an established Chiv Haida on Friday. It could be it was motivated because of the concern of carrying the actual scroll. But Lamaisa, it's now being established that Friday has an obligation of Haita. No. So that means that you should say Alanisim as well. That's his question. So the Rav said yeah. a Maybe. Is that his question? Or is I, he he says, his, la- his language is to Mahani, why don't you say it on Friday when you're reading the Megillah? It, does that mean that not on Shabbos? You can say on Shabbos too. But, uh, Yeah. that's what I'm trying to explain because the Megillah the, if if the if if the fundamental point of Megillah is Persuminisa that that tells you that the fundamental point of the Megillah is Haida. So and if there's a Khiv Haida True. Okay, so but again, so their the their no the their way of no but their. They're gonna have no. They're gonna have a perm on Shabbos. They're they they have a special laning. 
So they, they are they are doing there there is a ceremony for Shabbos. So the so maybe you'll have Alanism too. But the point, is, but again, but but if but but Lamaisa, why? It's not just like why not say Alanism on Friday. You're reading the Megillah on Friday, which means that you are accepting, uh, and that means that you're understanding that there's a Chiv Haida on Friday. So if there's a Chiv Haida, then then why not be Mekayimit as well with Alanism? It is a it is a chid, it is a chiddush, but lemaith. So everything you take away from Hezbov is the chiddush. Why add another chiddush to there? Everything because you're ready because because you're establishing a chiyav haida. Your dalit is not purim. There's no chiyav of purim. They can't be mechayim any dinam of purim. Purim is not your dalit ever. This year there, it is purim, but no. But from the fact that they're leaning, it tells you it is purim in terms of the chiyav haida. Isn't it that they're only leaning because they came the following day? That's the mo- that's why Chazal instituted. Laning on Friday, but what Chazal said is that there's a chiyav haida on Friday. That that's what they're doing by laning. It's so fine. See, I guess here's the here's the question. I guess in the Beis mind, if if it's true, lechatchiv would rather everything on Shabbos. But lemaisa, now that we're pulling something from Purim onto Friday, don't cut that in half. It, what you're putting to Friday is a chiyav haidah. Now we're going to say no. Even that, do it uh, half baked each day. Do it. Do it right. Do it right on Friday. And, and haidah means mikra megillah and alanisa. That, that's that's what he's, again. I'm not saying obviously the, the minig is not like that. Maybe that's an answer. I don't know. But this is where basis was coming from. Okay. So there are, there are some shidas that it can be even earlier. We paskin that it's. Uh, Oh, in those cases, yeah, to say Alanisim? Yeah, 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 probably. Say Alanisim, prob- yeah, they probably ask the same question. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 sorry. Adra, this is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. Huh? This is the, this is, this is the again. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest a different type of answer. Again, it's, uh, again, it's, it's, it's a kasha. So I'm, the way I'm going to try to present it is to... Until now, you guys have been trying to answer it by just like ta- like attacking it just head on. Okay, I'm going to try to, <laughs> you know, un- undermine some of the assumptions that we've been making. Okay, so we'll, we'll work like this. If you take a look at Marmokka number three, okay, there's a Gemara Megillah. It's a famous Gemara. The Gemara is talking about the uh, the Chiyav. You mentioned uh, the night, the reading the Megillah at night. So the Gemara says like this: I'm Rabbi Shubin Levi. Shubin Levi said, "Chayav adam is the Megillah Belaila." A person has to lay in the Megillah at night, right? And to repeat it and to read it again by the day, right? That's what we do at night and then by the day. Shinamar. Okay, so now the Rabbi Shubham Levi quotes a Pasuk. Elakai, Rabbi Shalom, Ekre Yoimam. I call to you by the day. I daven to you by the day. Veloisana. Velaila Veloidumuli. The Pasuk says, Hashem, I call to you by the day. And at night, I'm not silent either. So the Pasuk says, I call to you, Hashem, I daven to you, Hashem, at night and by day. I keep on going. I'm not silent at all. That's the Pasuk that Rishub and Levi quotes. Itmar Nami. Says the Gemara, we also have a similar teaching. Amr Abchelbai, Amr Ula Bira. Abchelbai, in the name of Ula Bira, said, Chayavadim Likris is a Megillah. It's a little mistake. Chayavadim Likris is a Megillah Belayla. Person has to read the Megillah at night, right? And to repeat it by the day, Shinemar. Laman Yizamercha Kavad Vlayidim. That uh, the Dovin Melch says until him as well, that Hashem, I will call out, I will, I will sing to your honor, I will not be silent. Hashem, I will always thank you. Okay. So, again, you read the Gemara simply. Okay, we have the same statement being said by two people. Rishub and Levi said, read the Megillah at night, 
repeat it by the day. And so too, Rav Chelboi, in the name of Ulu, also said, repeat, uh, late at night, repeat it by the day. But here's what's interesting. The psukim that they quote are different psukim. Okay? Rav Chelboi, in the name of Ula, the, the second one, what pasuk did he quote to say this idea of repeating it in the morning? That Hashem Davimel says, Hashem, I, I sing to you and I thank you nonstop. The Pasuk Rabbi Shimon Levi said was what? His Pasuk was, The Davimel says, Hashem, I dive into you at, you know, at night and I continue to dive into you by the day. Why is each one saying a different Pasuk? So here's the Chiddush. Here's the Nakuda. The Chiddush over here is, is that what's being hinted to in the Gemara is that there's fundamentally two different obligations going on at the same time when you're reading the Megillah. There is one Yisait of the Megillah, which I've been saying until now, Sarminisa, Haida, 100%. And that aspect of the Megillah, you do at night and you repeat it by the day, and that's being said by Rabchel by the name of Ula, that you read the Megillah at night and by day, Laman Yizemercha Kavar Vlayidaim, Right, Hashem, I will always thank you. I was, I will always praise you, and we we express that through the lady in the Megillah at night and by day. Rabbi Shubhan Levi is coming to tell me a different chiddush, and it sounds a little bit strange at first, but you'll see in the Achrayim and Rishonim, it's almost explicit. Rabbi Shubhan Levi is coming to tell us a chiddush that besides the Megillah being laned as a way of thanking Hashem, the Megillah is also being laned as a tefillah. The Megillah is a tefillah. It has the status of tefillah. Huh? Right. The Laivalaidumili. David Melch is saying, Hashem, I call to you. I daven to you at night, and I daven to you by the day. And says Rabbi Levi, and that's how I know that you should read the Megillah at night and also by the day. Now, it sounds a little bit okay, uh, making a big deal of like the Pusik that he quotes. In Marmokan number four, the Morgan of Ram basically says this Mefurish, and it has a halachic nafkamina. The halach is like this. We know that if, um, you know, let's say, let's say by Kiddush, right? So by Kiddush, you know, Friday night or whatever it is, so you go home and you make Kiddush for your family, whoever's at the table, right? So how does that work? Everyone has to make their own Kiddush, right? So how does it work that I'm making Kiddush for everyone else? So Shmei Kainah, right? That's what works. Everyone listens, I say it, and it's as if you said it, it works. Okay. The halach is like this, that when you're doing that for Kiddush, for example, you don't have to start counting how many people you have. You don't need a minion. I have two people, I could do Shmei Kainah. It's not a problem. Right? If I want to blow shaifer for someone, you know, shaifer might be a little different, whatever it is. If I want to, um, whatever, if I want to say, say Kriyashma, right, and someone doesn't know how to read, so they want to listen to my Kriyashma, so fine, Shmei is fine. The Allah is like this. There is a few exceptions to that. One of the exceptions is Tefillah, Shmei Shmei does not work for Shmei unless there's a minion. If I want to, you know, if I'm davening Shpanesre and someone else just says, you know what, have me in mind, and even if I'm saying it a little loud and he can hear, it doesn't work. Tefillah doesn't work. Tefillah has to, the Rishami explains, Tefillah has to be your own personal, it has to come from you. And therefore, just one person davening, having someone else in mind, it doesn't work. If there's a minion, minion is different. The minion means that we're now, we're no longer individuals, we're now part of this collective. That's a different inion. So only with a minion can one person be mighty another. The Magen Avram in Simen Tafresh Peites is Medayik from the Shulchan Aruch that when it comes to Megillah, let's say I'm late in Megillah for someone else, okay? The Magen Avram points out that it could possibly be that one is not able to be mighty another unless you have, again, unless you have a minion, okay? Unless you have a minion. Shmei will not work unless you have a minion. Now listen to what he says. Magen Avram writes, 
Mashma de it seems that this opinion that he's quoting holds, okay? The ein yachid maitzi chaver el biyod. That one person cannot be maitzi another, another person unless there's a minion there. The tzarech loimar. Now, why would that be? Now, again, we, we, we don't do that. Like, right, if a person needs the Megillah, we read the Megillah for them. So we don't, we don't hold like this. But the Magen of Ram is pointing out that there is a shita, not like that. There is a shita that one has to have a minion to be maitzi someone, okay? So the, so the Magen of Ram says, why? It's not like Shaifer. Why? The Kriyas and Megillah have a Kriyas and Megillah has a status of tefillah, has a significance of tefillah. Devin and Yud, and Yitaka need a minion. Yitaka need a minion. And even, for example, by the way, even if, uh, you know, even if, let's say, you could be might see someone else by reading, you know, for them privately, but we still, still go out of our way to have a minion for a Mikra Megillah. Why? Well, it says in Magnavram, because Mikra Megillah has the status of tefillah. So much so, that there's even this opinion that you can't even be might see someone unless you have a minion together. So you Chumrah. That much, maybe we don't say, but there is such an opinion like this. So we're seeing this, where, where is this coming from, that Mikra Megillah is like tefillah? Yes, it's coming from this Gemara that we just read before, Yishuv and Levi, that the reason why you lean Megillah at night and repeat it by the day is based on this Pasuk of what? Of Elokai Ekra Yom Vlaisana Vlaisana that Hashem, I dive into you day and night. First of all, okay, it's interesting, you have to think about this. Like, why is that? Why would, why would Mikra Megillah be called a tefillah? You know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, there's different ways how you, you, you could think about it. You know, there's a famous, um, there's a famous Vart from Rechaim Salavechik, right? Rechaim talks about this when it comes to tefillah. And Rechaim defines what tefillah is. He's talking about like what parts of Shemineser you have to have kavanah for, to be ma'akev or not. And Rechaim says a chiddush. Rechaim says that you want to know what the definition of tefillah is. The definition of tefillah is a recognition of you being in the presence of the Rebbe That's what tefillah is. Now that I'm in his presence, I say this, I make my requests, I praise, whatever it is I do. But tefillah means, the definition of tefillah is being in the presence of the Rebbe That's what it means. The proper, you know, the, the most, um, I guess, the most clear description of what we call Shemun Esrei is Amida, right? Shemun Esrei is, is, is what you're saying, like, during this prayer, right? 18 brachas. But what, well, what is it exactly? It's Amida, standing before the Rabbani Shalom. So it's interesting. The Megillah is, 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 what is the Megillah? Well, the Megillah is that you're reading about how nature itself, how nature itself is is not this separate entity that the Rebbe was just watching, right? Everyone knows. Like, what's the basic, the most basic lesson that one learns from the Megillah, one learns from Purim, is that what? Is that nature, that we are standing before the Rebbe right now. In other words, you don't have to move out of this normal world that's called Olam Haza in order to now find the king. The Rebbe Shalom is mamish here. Nature itself is just one of the tools the Rebbe Shalom uses to engage with us. In a certain sense, the Megillah itself is an experience of tefillah. Whenever there's a, a clear recognition of, wow, I am in the presence of the king, just automatically, nature, it's, everything is in the presence of the king. That itself has a definition of tefillah. You know, I'll tell you, interesting, the, um, in, in, this goes back to the Kisviari, the Rizwal's Megala, that there, there's an interesting thing that, that uh, the, the word has a go. There's a lot of gematrias with this, but... The Rizal said that when a person lanes the Megillah, there is his Ayurus of the Yud Gilmidz Rachman. Yud Gilmidz Rachman, by, 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 by laning the Megillah. Mashal, uh, the word Megillah itself equals Begimachia 78, right? Which is, I was gonna, you know, which is 26 of the name Yud Kevavke, 26 times 3 is 78. And the three, and, and Yud Kevavke times 3, the three, three names, Hashem, 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 
Alpi Kabbal, that's very much connected with Yudgim Rachman. Those are there are twelve letters in three names of Hashem, right? Four times three is twelve, with the Kailo, that's thirteen, right? And that's the awakening of Yudgim Rachman. Even by the way, when you take uh, so twenty, so another, so three Yudkevavkes is Yudgim Rachman. It's thirteen. Three Yud, three Yudke is the Gematria of Megillah. By the way, if you take Yudke Vavke by itself, so Yudke Vavke is 26, but if you take it and spell it in full, right? So Yud is Yud Vav Dalit, Yud, right? Hey is Hey Yud, Hey. Vav is Vav Yud Vav Vav, right? And Hey is Hey Yud, right? So it's Bemilo, you spell it out in full. If you do that to three Yudke Vavkes, right? It equals Mordechai Esther. Mordechai Esther. So there's a huge hisairos, huh? Melech, like, right? Stam Melech is Hashem, right? So yeah, that's also part of it. You know, it's like, like even stam, like we're talking about and it's Stam Melech. So there's a huge awakening. That's why it's it's funny if you if you go through the Megillah, there's there's a uh, um, you know you know it it, it it sometimes goes unnoticed, but the number thirteen is like a is a. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's a number that, that sticks out, you know. The 13th year of Achashverosh's rule, um, it was actually the 13th month. It was, it was in Adar Beis in that year when, when Perm happened. It was, uh, it was uh, Adar Shani, when the Shami says it was an Adar Shani. Uh, if you, if you, go, you go through the Megillah, you'll see the number 13 stick out a lot. Number 13. So all of this is, again, what, what am I, what's my point? My point is that the Megillah itself is... The, it's a tefillah. The, the Rebbe Shalom said, when there's an Eis Tzara, say Yudhim Zerachimim as an unbelievably powerful tefillah, and it'll be Mayorach Meshemayim. That's what Megillah is. The Megillah is a, is a tefillah. Okay, so that's what we have so far. So, in other words, what we started with in the beginning was, well, you know, what's the point of Mikra Megillah? Well, it's, you know, the Gemara always associates it with pursuing Nisa. That means that Mikra Megillah is Hoda, and that's true. But now what we're learning is, but there's another layer to Mikra Megillah, sort of an indep- another independent side of it, which is not, pers- not necessarily Haida, but an act of tefillah, an act of tefillah. Okay, that's step one. Now step two. <clears throat> Take a look at Marmok number five. The Gemara, the Gemara in, uh, it's a Gemara in Megillah and Daf Bezimit Aleph. Okay, the Gemara is telling us that the, the mission over there tells us that there's, uh, you know, uh, you know, again, the regular perm is on Yodalit, Shushan perm is, uh, is Tesvav, and then there's always these, pot, these uh, the concept of Kfarm, right? You have these small little villages that, uh, for whatever reason, Chazal were makel for them that they could be mocked in Liyam HaKnisa, they could read, read the Megillah, theoretically, as early as Yod Aleph, right? The, early, the Monday or Thursday preceding perm. For whatever reason, because they're not going to be able to get together on Purim, whatever the case may be. So they could read as early as Yud Alf. Yud Alf, Yud Beis, and Yud Gimel, theoretically, they could, they could learn. Okay, that's, that's the Mishnah. So the Gemara over here then explains, like, what the, uh, what's the story, how do we know this? So the Gemara says like this, Pshita, Kulu Tiknu. So it obviously, the, the same people that established Purim made the rules, right? So they obviously, they're the ones that said that small villages, you have this theoretical possibility of laying the Megillah you know, a few days in advance. But the question is, hey, where is it hinted to in the Megillah itself, such a phenomenon? The Megillah tells us Yudalit and Tezvav, right? But where is this idea that you could actually lay in earlier? So, Omar Sham Barabba, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, so Sham Barabba said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Omar Kra. It's hinted to in the following way. It says that you should keep Purim Bismanehem in their times, in their times plural. And that's a hint that there are many times that you can lay in the Megillah. Okay. 
So says the Gemara like this. Well, okay, that's pretty open-ended. Amos vanim tuva. So <laughs> you could go, maybe go as far back as uh, Shvat. Who knows? Like you know, what, what's the what's the the framework? So the Gemara says like this: Zmanehem dumi The answer is okay. Well, we we know in the Megillah specifically two days, Yudalad and Tesvav, and now we have this hint that there are other times. So we'll say just like in the Megillah explicitly, there's two days. So we'll say that what's being hinted to is an additional two days. Okay. So Avzmanehem tre. So says the Gemara. Okay. Well, that'll tell you Ema tre sarutleiser. Well, that means okay. Yudalad and Tesvav is is explicit. There's another two days being added. So that will be Yud Gimel and Yud Beis, right? How do I know Yud Aleph? Because the Mishnah said they could go even as early as 11. So it says the Gemara like this, This is the point over here that Rav Yitzchak said, Yud Gimel Zman Kihil that the 13th day, day 13, you don't need any Pasuk for. It's a day of gathering. You don't need a Pasuk to tell me that you can lay in the Megillah on the 13th. That's obvious. So what you, the only, therefore the two additional days that's being hinted, is 12 and 11, because 13 is obvious. Okay. Why is 13 obvious? What does it mean, Zman Kihil Lakol? What does it mean? It's Tainas Esther, yeah. Your Gil is Tainas Esther. So that, that, that's obvious that you can lay in the Megillah then. Why? So it's interesting. So some Rishinim say, because it's Tainas Esther, so that's like it's uh, Purim sort of started already. That's not what Rashi says. If you take a look at 6, Rashi says like this. Rashi over there says, the re- what does it mean, Zman? It's a day of gathering. Rashi says, Akol Nikulu Lihinokim Aiveyam. It's a day on the 13th, that's when they were fighting the war, right? They, they fought, the, what happened is every, the Jewish people were fighting on the 13th, and then most cities finished fighting, and they rested on the 14th, and Shushan continued fighting on the 14th, and rested on the 15th, right? But on the 13th, everyone was fighting. So it says Rashi like this, Everyone was gathered to fight their enemies. Everywhere, Shushan, other cities. As it says in the Megillah. Therefore, it's not necessary to need a Pasuk to tell you that you can lay in the Megillah on the 13th. That's when the miracle happened. That's when they were saved from their enemies. Okay, that's what Rashi says. Now, the Roshanim quote this Rashi, and they have a problem. The Rosh, for example, Marmokin number 7, the Rosh says like this, I don't like Rashi's Peshat. That, that the reason why it's so obvious that you can lay in the Megillah on the 13th is why is because that's when they're fighting the war. Says the Rosh, if you, if you read the Megillah simple, it describes the proper time of laying the Megillah is when, not when you're fighting, it's when they were resting. That we should read the Megillah in a similar time where the Jewish people were, when they rested from, from their battles, when they were actually done and, you know, they, they had the victory. So, says the Rush, I don't understand. So, if you read the Megillah, simple, the, the two days that are actually enumerated in the Megillah are clearly days when they were resting from the war. They were not, they were not fighting. They, they, it, was, it was in the rearview mirror. They already finished. And now says the Gemara, and the 13th is obvious. And says Rashi, why is the 13th obvious? Because that's when they were fighting. Well, that's a whole, like, why is that so obvious? I mean, the, 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 what's, what's obvious in the Megillah is to read the Megillah when you're resting, not necessarily when you're fighting. What's going on over here? What's the back and forth? So I think, I think here's, the, here's the Nakuda. If you're reading the Megillah for the purposes of thanking Hashem of Persuminisa, then the rush makes total sense. When is it appropriate to, to read the Megillah in terms of a, a, a proclamation of thanks? When there's what to say thank you for, when you're done. When, you, when the war is over and you survived and everything's good, then you say thanks. 
So therefore, what the Rush is saying is, well, if the idea of reading the Megillah is to say thanks, then it, it's not an obvious at all to read the Megillah on the 13th when you're in the midst of the battle. So why is, what's, so Barashi says, no, 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 Rashi says, of course you could, you should lay in the Megillah the days that you rested, of course. But it's even, but it's certainly obvious that you should lay in the Megillah the day that you're fighting itself. Why? Well, the answer is, maybe, is that Rashi suggests, the point of Rashi is that reading the Megillah the 13th is not an act of thanks, it's an act of tefillah. And that, that side of Megillah, which is, which, is an, which is an expression of tefillah, the opposite, makes more sense to do it when you're in the midst of the battle. And so that, th these are the two sides of it. Of, co of course tefillah makes sense always. So it's not like, you know, you could be mispal also when you're resting. But it certainly makes sense to be mispal when you're fighting. Thanks doesn't make sense then, but tefillah does. The Megillah was, right, but, but we assume, we, the Russia's point is that if that's how it's recorded in the Megillah, like that it's telling you, uh, you know, the, the necessary ingredients. I guess it's just logic. I guess that was just, you know, that's the assumption he's making. If, if all we have is the text of the Megillah, so that's what he's assuming, is that the text indicates that the laning is associated with resting. So where's Rashi coming up with this idea that, no, 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 it's obvious that you should read the Megillah in a time that's associated with fighting. Well, th this is what I'm suggesting, is that, well, it depends how you're looking at the Megillah. If you're looking at the Megillah as Haidah, then certainly it's more associated with resting. But if you're looking at the Megillah as well as Tefillah, then that makes total sense to read it uh, just as well when you're fighting. A, a an example, if you take a look at the final Marmokim, the there's a Gemara Megillah like this. The Gemara says, Ben Kfar Shehalach Le'ir. Let's say you had a, a villager who lay in the Megillah on his early day. So he was Yaitzah. And he happens to be on Purim, he finds himself in a major city. So says the Gemara, whether he, was, whether he read yesterday in his own little village or not, this irrelevant, he has to read the Megillah again in the big city. And the Rishonim are like, like, why? If he was Yaitz, he was Yaitz. Like, what's the, okay, he, gave, he had, an ex, he had an, a little bit of an early, an early uh, ability to do it. So if he was Yaitz, he was Yaitz. Oh, the answer is, is that Here's the Nakuda. The concept of laning the Megillah at an earlier point, an earlier day, not your, not your Purim, is why, is, is especially a day of fighting, right, is what? Is an expression of tefillah. You did not lane the Megillah as an expression of Haidah yet. There was no, you were not, calendar-wise, you did not get to a point of Haidah. And therefore, the villager, when he laned his Megillah yesterday, what type of Megillah was he laning? A tefillah dick in Megillah. But now that he finds himself in the big city, he has the opportunity to lane again as an act of Haidah. So, the, okay, so let, let's, let's go back to what we started. It's higher. Huh? I'm not saying it's higher, but it's definitely different. It's definitely an addition. It's something new. A different means... A different side to the Megillah. I could be Yotz already. I was Yotz in my Tefillah side of the Megillah. Right. So, right, I, I, I was yet to the tefillah side of my Megillah. I was not yet say, and I didn't, have the, I didn't have the obligation, but now I do, the, uh, of the, of the uh, persuminis of the Haidah side of the Megillah. So, the Maiseh, is Yudalin and Tesla. Right. That's what, that's that's what you're saying. Haidah Haida, Haida is going to be Yudalin for big cities, and Tesla right. for Shushan. And if I'm anywhere else, and I haven't, I haven't established that, even though I've established Tfilah through, I'm sorry, uh, through Megillah, I've yeah. established Tfilah, it's not 
the Haidah, right? Because the Haidah has to come at the day of Menucha. And the day of Menucha is for big cities, Yudalad, and walled cities, Tezvav. So let's go back to the very beginning, yeah. Doesn't it sound from Rashi that it's because the mace was on that day? The Muhammad was that day, granted, but the mace was that day, so it's sort of a Kiddush to do it the next day, even, because why the next day you rested, but today's the day the war was Right, so it sounds more like it's the Rashi's. Right. So that's so that, that that's something the Rishonim do deal with. That happens to be there's different gear size. It, it is interesting when 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 certain Rishonim quote the Rashi, some of them quote those additional words, some of them don't. So it is an interesting point. It could be that's part of the debate over here. So that that that, that could be part of the discussion as well. In other words, even when Rashi says the Ikrinase took place, then what does he mean by that? Does he mean and therefore? And therefore, that's a time to thank Hashem when, you know, the, the day that the nace happened, or it means that that's, that's a time where we're supposed to be mispal. If the nace happened, it was through the Hesiris of, uh, of the Yid. But that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. So let's go back to, let's all wrap this up, okay? Let's all wrap this up. We started with a question, okay? The question was, again, whether you like the question or not, but the question, it was the Beis question. The Beis question was, no. The, 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 because it's, it's, again, a permashulish, so Tesvav is on Shabbos, so you can't read the Megillah on Shabbos, so you make it early, right? Again, Shushan Peran, they make it early to Yudalad, okay? Make it early to Yudalad. So said the Beis Yosef, well, one second, if, if you're reading the Megillah on Yudalad, it means that you're understanding that there's a Chiyav Persilminisa slash Haida on Yudalad. So why not say Alanisa? Well, now that, w- w- after everything that we've learned, let's think about this for a second. For a walled city, what was Yudalit? It's a day of fighting. It was not the day of Menuchah, it was a day of fighting. And what we're seeing is, let's say, again, say the, the Rashi and so on, is that whenever you're laning the Megillah before your day of Menuchah, you're not laning it because of Haidah, you're laning it because of Tefillah. And so therefore, when, when, when a year like this, when in Eretz Yisrael, when the, by a walled city, when they're laning the Megillah early, they're not doing it as an act of Persimini, so they're doing it purely as an act of Tefillah. And therefore, there's no reason to say Alanisim then. The Beis Yosef was making an assumption. His assumption was, well, Mikra Megillah is always connected with Haidah, and now we're just doing the Mikra Megillah early, so Haidah comes along with that. The answer is, no, no, no. When, every time you're laying the Megillah, there's two sides. There's Haidah and there's Tefillah. They happen to usually go together. But in a time like this, where you're bringing the Megillah earlier from the time of Menucha, then, then what's happening is the only thing that's being schlepped along is the Mikra Megillah that's a tefillah. The Mikra Megillah of Haidah, you're not obligated this year to do that. That's the, that's, that's the Chiddush. You're not obligated. The obligation of Megillah for that, for that you know, time, for this type of year, again, in the walled city, is a tefillah type. And therefore, there's no reason to say Alanisim. Alanisim remains on, remains on Shabbos. You're not, cutting out, you're not cutting the Haidah in half. The Haidah is always going to be on Shabbos. What's being brought earlier is a, is, is a, re, is a reading of the Megillah that's purely with Taras Tefillah. The, the earlier, it was, it's probably going to be uh, similar to this, right? They're going to say Alanisim on, on, main, on the real perm, on, on Yudalit, exactly. The Beis Yosef was bothered by that, he would bother by that as well, but... That's, uh, that, that, that's going to be the minic. Right, so that's the, that's the side that, uh, again, suggestion over there, you know. But, uh, but that's, that's the nakuda. We see, again, this, 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 this chiddish, mice, it's a big chiddish, that Mikra Megillah Taka has two sides to it, Haida and, and Tefillah, and that's chiddish number one. And chiddish number two is that Taka, when you're reading the Megillah earlier than your Yom Menucha, 
whether it be a Yudala for an average city or Tezvav for a walled city, it's taken no longer seen as an act of Haida, rather it's seen as an act of Tefillah. And that's the, that's the, uh, that's the Nakuda. Okay. Shkayach.